Hemshech Chaim Beis, Volume One, with the end of uh, discourse. Uh, Bolok is a discourse uh, eight, chapter thirty-two, page Nun Beis fifty-two. Previous chapter, um, chapter thirty-one. He explained that the three levels within energy, as they evolve from their root, as he called the root of the energies in the ten hidden spheres before the Tzimtzum, is a nukuda, is a point. Everything is concentrated there in a nukuda atzmis, a fundamental nukuda, so it doesn't yet have any transmission. There's no erech, there's no reich, there's no width or breadth or length. And definitely not depth, meaning, in other words, in the spashtasdika way, it's all one point. Second level is how these ten spheres become distinct entities after the tzimtzum. As he explained earlier, that the Eir HaBligvul, the Eir El Al-Kolona, the infinite energy, the whole artist's entire vision and all his possible visions is concealed. So now you have the emergence of individual distinct spheres. However, they're still under the impact of the first level, and this is the Kav. This is a line. So it's extended. There's a transmission. Literally the Kav after the symptom. But you cannot say that we have a structure yet. So you have a transmission that is made up of Kav, is made up of many points and dots. And this Kav extends but it still has the formlessness and the essential elements of the point. It would be interesting in mathematics how that works when they compare a point, a line, and a plane. Whether the line is closer to the plane or is it closer to the point? It's probably closer, I mean, it has one of each. Obviously, you can't get from a line to a plane. So you need a li- I'm sorry, from a point to a plane, you need a point, a line, and then a plane. But bottom line is, there is an extension. And he explained it in two ways. One is that the Kav goes through gradations and brings the energy to lower levels. The example of a teacher transmitting and explaining things according to the containers, according to the level of the students, and goes not just one student, but lower, lower, all the way to the because the beginner itself, beginner, a beginner student. And the second explanation, as I put it, was that it's focusing not so much on the recipient and the destination, but on the source. That the kav is, is really just a revelation of what's going on in the mashpia, in the, in, the, in, the, in the giver. And it's still on that level. So it would be like the giver transmitting, as opposed to the nukud, the, the, the point would be, it's just not even transmitting yet. Here it's transmitting, but it's on the level of the source. So it's the source transmitting. And he explained this with what it says in Kol Hanena, Tafresh Nun that this is like the two levels, Akudim and Nekudim. Where Akudim, then energies are intense like an Nekudim. And they're all ten energies in one point, in one container. In Nekudim, they split already into ten, but they still have the intensity of Akudim. 
The only, the only qualification is that they become metzias. And that's why there's Anor Emlech, each one is ruling and reigning, and they ultimately end up uh, chaotic and destroying each other. But, and becoming separate lines. But the example here is that something of intensity has manifested now to another level. That's the bottom line. So you have a whole bunch of points. It's almost mathematically, you would say, the two ways you can say is, is the line focusing more on bringing the point to a next level, the next dimension, or is the line simply a, a cu- accumulation of many points? If it's accumulation of many points, so it's more on the level of the point, and therefore more intense. If it's the line is about transmitting and bringing it to the next level, then it's really the beginning of a plane. So it, it, essentially, the line is amamutsa, is an interface between point and and uh, and shatach. Shatach means already an area, a space where, where it spreads out, both in the length and in the width, and a curve is in between. So it's really two explanations in that. And then the third level is when the energy is manifest in the containers, that's called shatach. Here they've actually entered, been absorbed, integrated in the makabal, in the student. That's called shatach. And then he concludes at the end of the chapter that that manifestation of energy in containers is what also is to such an extent that it allows the next level to be created. Which really means that the world of biyah are when Eris and Kalim come together. In other words, if you didn't have the third level of shatach, of plane, you wouldn't be able to really um, create the structure either. So these three levels are all on the level of the energy. And the energy has to join with the containers, and then they actually can come and create the next level, which is creation. In the language of the of Chumash or of Atsilis, that when Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ma'ayin Libosr, and he, he was anguished over the fact, where am I going to get fle- meat from? And Hashem's response was, well, we will emanate from your spirit to the elders. So the way it's explained is because you need two things here. You need to have an emanation coming from Moshe to the next level. Consider that the energies, as they go from level one to level two, and then you need them to enter the containers, which is level three, Shatach, uh, plane, and that can allow for the buser for meat to be transmitted from Meshra Rabbeinu. It's coming from the energy, but it's coming through the containers. That's a summary of the last chapter. I was looking in the sources for this uh, chapter, and I found, interestingly, in Eirat Teirat, some chasadik, as a mimer in Inyonim, and the tools on the website. In this chapter, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the exact page. And there, actually, it's a, it's a really is a summary of, I would say, the last 30 pages, 25 pages. He actually, all this is based on that mimer, where he develops, uh, I'll, just, I'll just summarize it. Going back all the way to chapter 8. In chapter 8, when the Rebbe Rashad begins to discuss Atzillus, he asks the question, um, is Atzillus a new entity, or is it a, re- a revealed entity? Or Yeshma'ayin or Gilea Helam? Because on one hand, Atzillus, the definition of Atzillus is an emanation. It's not Bria. It means it's it's an imparting of. Yes, it's a Netzal, Hatzolah, Avaf Roshah, which means 
separation and imparting, but it's still from the original material. It's not like a new thing has begun, a new process. On the other hand, you have a chachma ma'ayin timotzeh, which is referring to chachma wisdom, even of Atzilus, ma'ayin timotzeh. It's coming from ayin, which means it's yashma'ayin. So there's really two explanations given throughout Ayin Beis. He focuses more on the second explanation, but if you look at the Samach Tzadik, you see literally the evolution. So I'll just briefly tell you what it says in Samach Tzadik and how it fits in here, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to retrace it. And when you look there, you really see simply the Rebbe Rashab taking two pages from Samach Tzadik, turning into 30 pages. You talk about Mishnah and Gemara, Imamish could see that. And the Samach Tzadik itself is based on a mimer from the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe only goes with the first approach. Samachsadik develops it in two approaches, and Ayin Beis develops that. So basically, there's two answers. In chapter 8, the answer is that Atzilus has Eris and Kalim. So inside the energy level, it's Gilead Helen, because energy reveals its source. You can't say energy is new. Energy is Enamor. From the container point of view, the structure point of view, it's Yashma'ayin, because the structure is a new entity. The structure does not reveal its source. That's the al Rebbe's explanation in Tov Kuf Samach Zayin. I believe it's Pasha Shmei's Tov Kuf Samach Zayin. Just to say, when was the first time there was this revelation of this explanation? Is a little more than 100 years before I am based. To be exact, uh, 105 years. That's Chassidus Chabad. It's, it's, it's very fascinating to trace it all the way to the Alter Rebbe and how it got to us. So listen to this. That's Tafkuf Samach Zayin. Then the Tzamech Tzedek, who's the Alter Rebbe's grandson, explains it. He adds, that's explanation one. Then he says, and then there's Yeshleim, and he says a second explanation. And the, and the, and the Rebbe Rasha begins that explanation in chapter 12 in Ayin Beis. What's the second explanation? That there's still something missing according to the explanation. What's missing? Because Chachmamayin Temotzim is mashma, it's it's parent, it's a pair. That's not just talking about the containers. Chachmamayin Temotzim, you're also talking about the energy of Chachma. It's also Mayashmayin. So the answer that's saying the containers is not sufficient. So in chapter 12, going with the Samach Tzadik's second explanation, the explanation is that you have to say that also the energy has in it some type of Chachma. Which of course becomes the whole foundation of the next... How many chapters? All the way to where we are here. That you have to say. And, and the Tzemach Tzadik brings Esesphiris Agnuzis. And he brings Achlifu Dechtayu. I'm just giving you. But very brief. All in, maybe in five lines. Six lines. And Shtei Kachal B'Machshava. Even that's there. Tzemach Tzadik brings all those things. We're here. Each one is almost a chapter or more. Tzemach Tzadik develops it briefly. If you read it, it's fascinating. you got to see this. It's like Mamish the structure of this, it's, 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 it's meridic. And all trace to Tovkov, Samach Zayin, Samach Tzedek, and Naim Bezis, these two approaches. And there, he, and, and there he leads into, at the end of it, he brings to the Kudekav Shatach. But very briefly, when you look there, you'll never come, to, you'll never be able to derive what it's on Rebbe Rasha, because, because suddenly at the end of the Maimer of Tovkov, Samach Zayin, he goes back to the Inyan of Vov, of Vahaneda, that is the Kav, but doesn't really and he says the Kav combines opposites. But according to the first opinion, the is coming from Eir because Eir is Bligvul Betzen. So it's not based on any, it doesn't have any definitions, so that's why it can unite. And the Samach Tzedek says that even according to the second opinion, 
that air has gvul, but it also, once it's in the containers, it needs to have something higher. This is the Rebbe Rashab's Kiddush. But, but he does bring the Kud, the Kav, and Shetach there, just briefly, and it's only in one manuscript, like in a footnote. So it's just fascinating to see how this is the source of it all. And it definitely gives clarity. It was very, uh, what can I say, I felt like an epiphany. Remember the epiphany word? The epiphany, because I know, because when you look at it, you really see, literally, that, that he took it from there. And uh, that's like pretty, pretty powerful. And okay, so that's so, so bottom line is, so to sum it up, is that here we are talking now that the energy does have, I just want to say that I found that in researching it as well, that Altareb himself really has two approaches. One is based on what I just said, Tovkov Samach Zayin is very similar to another, what they keep calling is, um, uh, uh, the Drush Elas Mincha, Tovkov Samach Tes, is also more the Shita that the air is Bligvul. And then there's another approach from the Alta Rebbe, based on the Mamorim of Yuvil Levush Malchus. This is actually cited where he talks that there's an Eir HaGvul also. That there's a, not just a, that Eir is, has a Gvul too. And they talk about the Pardis and everything. All this is discussed. So the Alta Rebbe really had two Kavim. And then someone says, says clearly, Bekam Adrushim like this, and Berev Adrushim like that. So there's, a, there's, the two opinion, there's the two approaches. And just for the record, they, they, even though they appear to be contradictions, at the end of the day, we uh, reconcile them because they're both correct. They both have to talk about different dimensions. And then there's always the primis air and chetzenis air, or primis akav and chetzenis akav. So if you talk about the primis of air, you could say that's always bleakful. Chetzenis air has this element. Even within the three levels we're discussing. Anyway, I just wanted to state that for the record. So with that being said, let's move on to chapter 32. The only thing I will say that I'm still looking into it, the question really comes down to the resource of the containers. In one place I saw that it was mashma that it appears that you talk about the energies, the root is, what's the relationship with the containers? And I have to say, based on Ayim Beis, it's definitely a whole different connection, a whole different sugya. It's a whole different discussion because the containers have their own so-called trajectory up to the Kayach Agvul, which he makes very clear is not the same thing as the Kayach Er Agvul. That the power of the of, of the finite that creates the containers is is a completely different uh, path than the power of energy uh, the the finite the the kechagvul within the air. Yeah. Now he says it clear here he says it several times he keeps saying this is shimur is not this is shimur. It's two different things. Yeah, because you have to say that because air is not keli. Once if you connect those two. There's a connection that that even the kalim come through the air, but you have to say that there has it's a different, or else you don't have the, the, the that that distinction that I mentioned yesterday that api halacha you have a shir kazayis tayag mitzvah not more not less that has to come from another place than just the air because air fundamentally is, is poshit. The connection number one is in the root that atzmus is emanates both, and then the connection is that they're both iskalus. The air has the savas air. The air has certain thickness. The air itself has a certain shape and form in a more sublime way. And the container has also the container of Atzilus is other course, so it's also has bittel to the air. 
They, they, they are both made in ways that they're going to fit, but a neshama and guf have to have their opposites by, by definition, or else you don't have a dirabit achtenim. If you want achtenim and you want it to be connected to godliness, you have to have the so-called a duality here. At least in the, on certain levels of shtafsos. That will ultimately be joined as one. I always thought that basically they both carry their atzmus that's if you crawl into Atmos. But if they carried Atmos in the Kudah, we wouldn't have wars and theft and Geneva, and we would all be one. The fact is, listen, but down on earth, a day of saying Shavis actually causes wars. So the Kalim are very powerful here. The distinction between us is more powerful than our commonality, basically. In the it's not the keich of that makes the kelim. It's the keich habligvul that's mishayed in itself, what it wants to have. So that creates a so-called... Remember, gvul and eir is always pshitas compared to kelim. It never loses that. Bottom line, eir is more eir than it is keli. Keli cannot change its personality. Eir could. Because eir, even though it has eir achachma, that's what he keeps saying. It's relatively still formless. That always remains that way. So bottom line is they both have different personalities. So why is one a defined keli and one is remains air? Because one is coming from Sheresh HaKav, Sheresh HaEris, and one is coming from Sheresh HaKelem. Sheresh HaKelem, Sheresh HaEris is not the same thing. And I'm not talking about an Atmos now. I'm talking about everything after Atmos. You have to say, there's no, there's, the, the, the question is whether there is a Sheresh HaEir, or is air just bleakful and there's no root. That's the question. But 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 that's another. But that's another, that for sure. Then for sure, Eid is not like a keli. The question is whether Eid has something that also calls it gvul, but it's not the same gvul of keli. Sure not. They will speak to each other. It would be like saying that the fact that you have in your soul is nesukeches. It carries the power to see, to hear, to think. And then you have a container called an eyeball, or an ear, or a mouth, or a nose. Would you compare the two? No, they fit into each other. But they're fundamentally different personalities. One is a life force. One is an energy. One you can't even shape. You can't even measure. The other one you can measure is, is absolutely defined. That eye will always be an eye. It will never be an ear. By Matan Teira, you have Reina Sanishma, Vishayma Sanira, because you're reaching the, the higher level of air. Not as Malubish Bekalim. That's what he said. But once an air enters a container, that's what we just learned, then it becomes more confined. You know, once an Hashem is within a goof, we learn that. Yeah, confined. That's the right word. Right. That's that's the slap. That's tfisa. It's confined there. In other words, once an Hashem comes in the goof, it can go visit someone else. That's why Eliyahu Novi, when he comes to see Abednuna uh, Saba, you know, the, 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 he brought that here, right? He cannot be in two bodies at once. Oh, that was a Sunday. Okay, it was another place. Once it goes into a body, it's, it, it belongs to the body. Even Yechida is bound in some way. I would say bound, confined. These are good words. That uh... Okay, so now chapter 32. Lamed Beis, page 52. However, we just said that the third level is Shetach. Which means it's the energies as they manifest in the containers, and as they, as such, 
they are now bound to the containers, and together they create the next level bosser. Defined structures. However, even this manifestation of the containers, they become confined, they become connected with, yeah, confined. In a metzius, now you can call it a metzius of Eir. He clearly stated that. In the Nekud, in the point, you can't call it a metzius. You can't call it of something of substance. Even in the line, you also can't call it yet metzius. You can call it hamshacha. It's transmitting. But in the containers, it becomes a metzius. It's now Eir Now you can call it the energy of Chachma. Whereas in the ten hidden spheres, you can't call it the energy of Chachma. You can call it it's all in, all combined them with all the energies there. This is going out the other way around. Even though something happens on this third level, but this shape of energy is not just because of the containers alone. He's going back to this explanation that I just said is the second explanation of the Tzimach Tzedek. Rather, it's because the energy itself has within it ten spheres, as he's been elaborating. Even though they're in a formless state, because you say, Nevertheless, through the containers, they become a metzius. So we have a few things going on here. The ten spheres, the energies have ten spheres within them. They're blima, relative to the containers, they are formless. But they will become a mitzvah, and the mitzvah is not just because of the container. The container will so-called solidify. It's like the makabah patish. It's, the, it's like that final touch that allows the, the, the energy to manifest. But it's because the energies themselves are, are conducive, and they're, they're primed for this. They're not just like the liquid that has no shape and form, we spoke about a prism. The white light has within it the colors, except they're not apparent. Then the container brings out that part of them. Which is what goes back to like the faculties of the soul that we discussed from the beginning. When you see that your eyes can see something, and your ears can hear, and your mind can conceive, and your heart can feel, that just reveals something that wasn't revealed before. That the faculties in the soul have those abilities. But if you looked at a soul and there was no body, it would be like electricity, a flow of energy, without any clue what it can do. Make the right container, and it brings that out of the energy, and then you realize the energy must have had it inside there before. But it was not apparent. It was not manifest. The container also has to be divine, because if you create a robot that has the eyes and everything, it still won't work. Exactly right. Very good, yeah. Like he said before, it's Kelimai Lakus. Yeah, yeah, it goes both ways. It's a, it's a constant. Look, it's it's, it's a. Something divine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, commotion is Gimel, like we learned earlier in chapter thirteen. Be inyan about Hillel and Shammai. Those were the two scholars, the two sages who studied as students from the same teacher, Shmai Vavtalian. The concepts, the the th- the theories, as they manifest in Hillel Vashami, they're actually chesed and gvur mamish. Literally, what does that mean? 
Shammai paskins, Shammai rules strictly. He's machmer. He will say that the din in this in this case is is a stricter interpretation. Hillel will say no. He's matir. He will make be lenient and say it's allowed. Where Shammai says it's not allowed. There's nothing. That's, that, that's as distinct as it gets. You cannot say this is uh, wishy-washy or in any way um, um, ambiguous. It's defined, clear. Which means not just in their psak, also in their minds, they understand. He understands it. And he understands the discussion. The even though, so even the, the, because even though this manifestation emerges when they comprehend it in their comprehension, that this one grasps or concludes the idea to 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 permissible. To permitting, that's Hillel, and this one the Isur. So even though where does it uh, solidify and emerge? It's once it enters Shammai and Hillel's mind. If it was still just being transmitted by the teacher, it would uh, not necessarily manifest Chesed It could be a general abstract idea, and it could be, I mean, you know, there was no Shammai and Hillel sitting there. It may not end up being where it is. Nevertheless, you cannot say it originated in Shaman Hill. It originated in the idea. And the idea contained in it, Tasiba, the cause for it is the Svara Sadav. If, on the other hand, they didn't hear their teacher speaking, even if even if Shaman Hill was sitting there, they wouldn't come up with these ideas because it's not, they may come up with other ideas. So the root of it is from the Svara, from the concept that the teacher was passed on. And in that, in that svara, in that idea, it includes and contains within it, within that svara, in a concealed way. Behelam, it contains chesed and gvura. I discussed this in chapter thirteen. And that's why it comes as chesed gvura b'tzias mamish in their contains. So b'tzias mamish does not exist in the idea the way it's in the teacher. There, as he says, it's 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 behelam. But that is the cause that when it comes into their minds and the way they think, their comprehension, it comes into an actual, defined, substantial, tangible chesed and gvura. Chesed being lenient by Hillel and stringent, strict by Shama. The same is true when an idea, the energy of an idea, comes in the, in the mind, in some form of comprehension, it comes into some type of comprehension that's not commensurate, that's not proportionate to the way the seichel, the way the idea is within the soul. Oh, I'm sorry, within the, the soul that, that conceives of ideas. Okay. Oh no, I understand. So the same thing is here. That even if it's coming into another level that's not proportionate, 
it's the reason that it's coming to this level is because the soul has it's still seichel chachma. It's not like uh, something else going on in the soul. In the soul, there is intelligence and wisdom. The Luli Cain, if there was no intelligent wisdom in the soul, because without that, it would never have manifested at all in the physical brain. And it wouldn't have come down into a Hasoga Gashmis. Remember, he said this earlier that um, here on top of page Nun. So he's exact same words. Right, right, right. No, that's definitely a summary. One second, one second. This is the third level. That it comes completely in the container. Look at the next line, also on page one. Okay. So when it manifests like this, you have to say, in other words, even when it comes down to a level that you could say is so distant from the way, because if you you look at the soul's power to conceive ideas, you know, the soul has that power even uh, before it comes down to the Matla Begashmis. And then when you sit down, let's say, conceive of a mathematical concept, or how to cook, a, how to make a chont, or some other physical thing that requires some seichel, so that seichel is a very far away from how it is so-called in a sublime, ethereal state inside the soul. Yet, if the soul didn't have seichel, it would not have been able to come into any form of intelligence, even in the lowest form of level. So there is essentially both, the both sides to it. It's definitely manifest in a lower state, but it's rooted in, in, the, in the source. Kenu hadugm elamayla. And this is now an example, all this is an example, kenu hadugm elamayla. This is an example for above. The mepnei yes bechines chachma bina v'chesed vura ba'ed. That because within the energy there is Chachma Bina, in other words, there is actual identity, some identity of Chachma Bina, Chest and Gvura, wisdom and knowledge, Chest and Gvura, love and discipline. Even though it's still concealed and and still formless, this is the cause. This is the cause that it manifests internally in the containers. See, the, the, the elaboration of this is critical because basically what he's trying to make the point is the following. If, according to the opinion, for example, that the energy does not have any chesling vuran spheres, and the energy is formless, like the liquid that has no color in it, then the, then the primary reason that it assumes color is because of the containers. Here he's saying, yes, the containers have an impact, but the prime, but the reason that, it, that, the, that the containers are impacted is because the I'm sorry, that the energies are impacted because the energy itself has this personality. But the reason why the containers can have an impact on this, on this is because they have the personality. Yeah. Zeshiyasiba. That's the beginning of the chapter. So, Amnam. Even though all this happens once it reaches the third level and it manifests in containers, 
Ain't the machmas hakelim levad. It's not just the container. I'm reading the first line. But I'm just uh, you know summing it up. Rather, it comes from because the etzim, because the air fundamentally has within the ten spheres. This is the reason that energy manifests in the Eifan of Islapsus Primi, which means integrated, internalized within the containers, and becomes confined in the containers. Actually, you know, that the containers hold on to them in an in a, in a internal, internalized way. And additionally, another thing that it becomes actually commensurate with, like tailored, according to the personality of the containers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It assumes the properties, right? In a in a substantial form of which is not at all like the formless nature. Of the energy on its own. And now the energies are going even further. Affect and basically function, run, I would say they direct the function of the containers, which is not commensurate, not proportionate to the energy on its own. Let me explain what that means. So, for example, once the soul's nefesh says has entered now brain, physical brain, and you're conceiving of ideas, business ideas, other physical reality ideas, and so on, or the the power of to see in the soul has now entered a physical eye. So we're not just talking about it's entered it completely and it's manifest and it's confined, but actually the energy now is run is is basically uh, uh, driving this vehicle. Who's now the driver of the vehicle of the eye? It's the soul. So it's not just there, so-called, okay, I'll be inside of you for a while. It becomes someone that it actually becomes the, it takes control. And it's So it actually makes the eye see. That's how, to the extent of it, that's what he's adding here. So it's so, it's so deeply connected. So in other words, an energy that was once in a certain state that was abstract, formless, because it had something in it, now when it enters, they work literally like a hand and a glove, even deeper than that, where you can't even separate between the two. So we, without us thinking about it, you wouldn't even think. You wouldn't say, oh, I have energy inside my eyes, inside my ears. No, right now you're a one single functioning unit that sees, that hears, and so on. Just look at the human body. Look how we carry ourselves. I mean, maybe this is even a way of explaining in a deeper way the halacha of hachai neishas atzmei. It's total fusion. You know, hachai neishas atzmei. Dini Shabbos and so on. You know, it's not called carrying yourself. Because if it was two forces, you could say you're carrying yourself on Shabbos. But the life force enters a person to the extent that it becomes one. And there's no two things going on here. I can't carry you. That would be uh, you know, outside of something. But I carry myself is because the life force and the body have become so one that it's actually, you can't even distinguish between the two. But clearly there are two entities. The proof is after death. Or before birth. Okay. Wow. And this is much more understood according to the understanding that the nefesh has within it, even before it enters the containers, something. That's what makes it even more, more even more fitting.
because it has already before this is a summation because you see he's bringing all the chapters back it's chapter th- chapter 3 now and this is like the example of the nefesh of the soul of the human spirit that was discussed earlier in chapter 3 because the faculties are fundamentally internal ones Remember, Ir Makif is a different personality. The sun, compared to the soul, would be different between Ir Makif and Ir Pnimi. The sun has nothing about it that manifests. You can't say the sun, light, that enters earth, is like a soul entering into a body, into eyes and ears and so on. The soul, the sun generates plenty of stuff. It warms things. It burns things. But let's say when you get a suntan. So the soul has, so the sun has definitely had a direct impact on your skin, on your body, but it's not because it manifests within you. Two people lying, they're going to get the same suntan. There's no distinction between the two. A soul, however, is measured to your body. You see a certain way, if you, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Whereas the soul, whether the is er makif, it just shines and it doesn't care about the containers. It's definitely not measured according to them. Where a soul is not like that. Another example would be, God forbid. By human body, if there's a wound or an injury to part of the body, the energy will not flow in. The sun doesn't care. If suddenly what part of something happens on earth that's not appropriate, the sun doesn't still shines. It's not, it doesn't even know what's happening. It's not affected by the by the, 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 the by the recipient, so to speak. That's classic air makif. So if you like hear, speak, see a speaker speaking and nobody's nobody's uh, understanding what he's saying or nobody relates, it's basically he's being mamshach makifim. A good teacher, a good speaker, is someone that touches your heart, meaning that it's entering. That means it's measured according to you, and there's a certain identification, commonality. Makif has its role, mind you, and we'll discuss that later. Makif creates bittel. But Panimi doesn't create Bittal. Panimi creates internalization and relationship. Makiv creates Bittal. So in a marriage you need both, Makiv and Panimi, which is why you have, by a chuppah you have the Sivuvim, you know, you have all the Makifim, the chuppah and so on. But you also have to have Panimis because you have to have a relationship. But you have to also have a mystery and enigma there. Just to apply this. So going back to chapter 3, so that's how the Nefesh enters. They're fundamentally primim, as he made, he made it clear there. It's not just some reflection from the essence of the soul. Rather, it's that the soul itself contains within it faculties. But not in any shape or form. You can't look in a soul and see faculties there. In other words, he's explaining that the primi goes all the way to the root. It's not just when it gets into the containers it suddenly becomes faculties. That it's there all the way in the beginning. The sun, the reason the sun is not impacted by containers is because there's nothing in the sun that has a message that has, has, of, that's connected to, 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 to distinct elements. The soul, on the other hand, embedded in its DNA is that there's Riyah and there's Shemiyah and so on, because the soul has these has, contains the faculties. He explained there that the soul is not made up of these faculties, and it's more than the sum of the parts, but it definitely has them. The Because the way they are encompassed in the soul, the spirit, they're not 
yet substantial in any way of substance of containers yet. Which is like the example of the ten hidden spheres. There, to the extent that they're there, they're all mixed together. Now this is back to the muscle. However, through their transmission from the soul, through a tzimtzum, through the tzimtzum, through concealment, they become manifest and confined and contained in the organs of the body. Every would say be organs, every or limbs. But limbs means not just limbs. Usually limbs means like the the bones or something. Limbs means. But ramachevodim. The truth is ramachevodim. Do we say two hundred forty eight limbs? Is that really the right word? Well, the organ is made up of limbs. Organ is in general, you know, like a, a liver is an organ, a, a no, heart. He's not talking about the liver or the heart. He's talking about more the hands. And no, no, I agree. I agree. That's why it's more limbs. The organ. Every haguf. Well, it means orem means everything because it's not. There's more than just. He's not saying He's talking about. No, but I'm saying when you say the machevarim, I'm saying it's. it's uh, he's saying the organs because that includes everything. The internal, internal organs. Okay. He doesn't say internal limbs. He says internal organs. Are you talking about limbs? You're talking about. You sure? Mm-hmm. I think it's the other way around, but. Huh? Is Evarim Pnimim, Evarim Chutzenim, correct? Okay, bottom line is the body parts. Let's put it this way. It's for sure body parts. It's not so. Okay. So, but okay. So we have here both both extremes. On one hand, in their root, they're not yet any tangible manifest form. But they they contained there, and then through a symptom, they actually manifest. He's showing these three levels on the in the, in the in back to the Marshall chapter three. He's tying it all together to the beginning. This is all connected. This is all a flow of Eris premium here. I actually my summary I wrote from chapter one to forty eight is all about Eris premium. So it's forty eight chapters. If you really we're in thirty two or forty eight chapters that really covers Eris premium as thorough as you're going to get it. So if you ever have to need reference, one want to know it is premium, chapter one, 2 to 48 in Iron Base. Okay? For the record. The same thing is in the energy of the Kav. Remember, the Kav literally means line. But it's the thread, sometimes called Kav Chut. In Eitzchai, in the languages, that first there was an infinite divine area and so was Mamala Infinite filled up all of existence. Then there was a symptom. The next stage was a concealment. Then came v'himshich chazer v'hoyer. That's the expression. It returned. He used, explained it before. Returned something from the energy before, but this time through a kavachut, which means a line and a thread that entered into this uh, black hole, where there's a reshimu, that impression that's there, concealed. And this kav is what creates all of existence. In some places, Chassid explains, explains the difference between kav and chud. It's both. A line is a thread. A thread, I mean, but it's, it's, bottom line is, the first thing is, it's not, uh, it doesn't have erech, rechev, and shatach. That's the first thing. That's important to know. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, array is ziv, yeah. Yeah, technically, listen, these are all words, it's language. It's just coming to explain. Kav explains one part of the Kav, Chut another part. Sometimes it says, Butsina de Kardinisa. 
sometimes another expression, Kav Chud, there's other expressions for the Kav. Um, what? Yashar. Yashar, right? Adam HaYashar. Sometimes it's expression. Yashar. As in a line, Egulim. But bottom line is, is that flow, it's the transmission from the teacher to student now coming in a particular flow. And um, uh, and it has in it all these different opposites. It comes from the source, but it's now a narrow kav. The two opinions is, is this kav likvul or gvul? That's the bottom line. No, you can't know. From Eitz Chaim, you could say, you could see that symptom is causing it to look like that. It's like the area is within the container, that's the shimu is causing it to be like that. Yeah, but it doesn't mean on its own. The question is whether on its own it has spheres. You can't conclude from Eitz Chaim, or else there wouldn't be two opinions. It's, it's clearly uh, both opinions are there. Either way, you know, like he spoke earlier, according to one opinion, you have certain milas, certain pros and cons in each one of them. Um, how you explain this kav? But anyway, let's continue here. So the kav. This is the opinion here that its root is in the ten hidden spheres in the infinite light before the tzimtzum. I just saw in Alter Rebbe an example for tzimtzum. I saw it before, but it just happened to get my attention. You know the example he gives. He asks, "How could you say mokum pony in eden sof?" And his answer is, he gives the example of someone closing their eyes. So the energy is flowing into your eye, and then you close your eyes. She says, the energy is not stopped flowing. It's just not flowing outward. So you don't see, and so on. But from the perspective of the energy, it's, it's all there. Of symptom, yeah. It's an interesting muscle. No, it's real. There's no question. It's real, or else we wouldn't have an existence. Just an example. He's just trying to explain. No, the because the gabi the the the, the, Ebishter, the, the energy of the soul doesn't become the soul doesn't stop seeing because the, your eyes don't see. You can't see gashmis, but the kaya is there completely intact. You can't see You see ruchnis on the When you close your eyes, you can still uh, you know you can conceive. It's not like you become a blind person. And I mean that's the most because I'm just mentioning it anyway. Okay, so erakav the atzme. He's concluding now. This is not the infinite light itself. He says it yet again. This is how the Ainsaf, the infinite, envisioned and estimated is the sheer word, but envisioned within himself to radiate in a midah with measure and with parameters. And the way they're contained, the way they're encompassed in the infinite light, divine light, they're in a formless, completely, and all mixed together. However, the way they transmit through the tzimtzum, svidus pratis, kol svidu the way they transmit through the symptom, there's their individual distinct spheres. It's exactly the muscle. Distinct spheres, every sphere on its own. This is very good. I'm glad that he's summing it up. It makes it like, you know. Good. Well, you know something? It doesn't hurt. You know, like I said, you climb a mountain, you want to at some point know where you're going, that you're in the right direction. Because if you right away jump into the next thing. Hagam shagam bezeim blima. 
And even though that these indistinct spheres on this level too, they're still blima without substance. Nevertheless, they're now proportionate to manifest in containers. So that was through the containers they become actual in other words, defined entities. Oh, now he's adding something. He's always been adding, but now he's actually adding, he says. Which means that the third level reveals the first level. That means that the end of their flow, the end of their transmission, reveals the Agbola, the, the, the parameters that was there in the source and in the root, the root and the source, which that they had within them at ten spheres. the Why? Because in general, the ten spheres, the way they're hidden in the in in in, in, in the ten hidden spheres before the tzimtzum, it's only hashara. It's only envisioning. By the way, I saw in the Alter Rebbe the source in the Tafkuf of Samachzayin. He says clearly the example of a uman. That's mitzayir b'machshafte. Something is going to create. See, and he doesn't say that here ever. For some reason, I don't know why he doesn't bring that. He says clearly that it's interesting because everything is uh, is um, that he brings from there. He usually elaborates, and this, for some reason, doesn't bring this example. Anyway, there's the closing. In other words, what's happening here? This is the process. This call scene that he was Mishayir. In other words, basically the artist, that when you see the painting on the wall, after the finished product, okay, I don't know if here is the finished product really, but let's put it this way. It's definitely inside containers. That reveals the vision that was in the artist that you would never have known was there. And you would definitely not know what, what was there. It's like Seif Maiser Machshav Etchila, essentially. So what's happening here is, that this, which was mashur, which was envisioned to radiate in a form of mid and gvul, measure and and and, confi- and defined. This is revealed at the end of the transmission in the shetach. Basically, reveals the nakud. The plane reveals the point. This is reveals. This is revealed when the energy is manifest in the containers. It's a nice uh, As it's known, that in everything, the primary and the true Indian is revealed at the end of the transmission. Or you could say, basically, it's uh, the Evan Habrechen is like the results. You want to know something, you want to know something, the real litmus test, the reality check, is when you see the results. Like, in other words, like the Rebbe brings very often about if you speak to somebody and you say to them something harsh, at the end of the line, at the end of the day, they didn't have an influence on them, it means that your hamshacha was not good. It makes no difference. The bottom line is you see things from the end result, basically. But we don't see the end result. That's what bothers me. So, so if you zeche, if you zeche. So the the We're talking all about Eris right now, by the way. We're not even talking about Caleb. In the Eidus and the Kalim reveal what the Eidus are like in the Shere Shah. We're not talking about Dirba Tachtenim yet. Well, right. This is right. Right, right, right. Yeah, but but still. 
Look, but what, what, one second, but that's part of the picture. The part of the picture is that the Eidus also, he's, this is the Shtalsus of Eidus, of energy. This is how energy becomes what it is. You want to understand energy in its root, you see it as it manifests in containers. Fine. This, my friend, look how many more pages. We got just in volume one. You want to have a, there's a, there's a whole picture here. He's talking one piece here. Anyway, Yadji, the whole Dover Ikra Mitis in Yonim is Galab Sefam Shachadafka. That the Ikra, the primary and true Inyan, is revealed at the end, specifically, precisely, specifically, the end of the transmission. Because now, the ten hidden spheres, even though they are about radiating in a form of measure and parameters and and and, define, and definitions had him begin saying self she had him clue me khad bayn saif atsuma atsmusumuhus bottom line is even though they have within them that hashada he's envisioned but within the artist they're all part of on their own hain mitsaratsman ve hain i'm sorry skipped hasharim clue me khad bayn saif atsuma in that state they're completely encompassed and what united with the so-called infinite eight and stuff from Atmos. And the parenthesis he adds. And and they are infinite. Ain't soft. They have no limit. Two, two from two perspectives. First on their own, because they're a part of a vision of an artist. And 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 also because of their being encompassed in the infinite possibilities that this artist has. So both things, both on their own, and both beside their connection being encompassed in their source, so to speak, they both are their form of ain'sayf. As we discussed earlier, chapter 27, that, by the way, is also from the Tzamaq Tzadik, in Eidah Teireh in Yonim, where he explains the Maimur of Tavkov Samach Zayin. Tavkov Samach Zayin is the Al-Tarebbe's original Maimur. In the back there, the Samach Sadiq's version with Hesophis Nagos. Min Konof, I believe. I don't know if it's in this Maimon. No, maybe it's a different Maimon. But, but based on this. So Min Konof, what do you say about Min Konof? That Min Konof is an in-between thing. Tzitza is a separate entity from the Beget, from the garment. But, it has to, but it's attached and it has to be from the same material. So it's from the same material but not an extension of so you can't just take an edge of a talus and let's say cut corners, make them a bunch cut. You have to actually have a separate, separate entity called tzitzis. So it's min kanof. So what is it, what's, what's the relevant here? Min kanof meaning, oh, okay, that uh, min kanof, he was talking about what happens after the tzimtzum, you reveal, the tzitzis are revealed. But the way they are so-called in their root, they're still all part of the begot. But there actually he says opposite. I think there he says that even Esosphere Sagnusis and their root are min konof. Maybe that's only their root. Because they're definitely not revealed as such. Because he says there that the, the Beged, the Talis, is Erev Ligvul. The Tzitzis is Erev Ligvul. Is Lamed Beis Nesivus. Lamed Beis Chutim Lamed Beis Min Konof. Let me just look for a second. What chapter? 27? I'm almost sure. Now obviously it's clear that they can't have Metsias there. That they're not defined, but but the fact that he's bringing it, and why do you have to bring this? It's like Peter Kov Zion. Okay, ah, uh, aha. Uh-huh. 
it's min kanov because at the end of the day they're not like sharshi hakelim. The root of the containers are not of the same material. Being that they're of the same material, so when they're encompassed there, they're completely unsafe. That's the point. Okay. In the second level, when they become revealed, after the concealment, after the tzimtzum, before they manifest in containers, radiates in them the ensef, like he said before, his gabrus. They have these gabrus. Bottom of page uh, 48. That even on the second level, it's still radiating in them the ain't safe of the ten hidden spheres. And which means this is why they are they have no they're formless. level three, at the end of their transmission, meaning when they manifest in containers, reveals within them the real measurement and the parameters that they had. Which they that they are they consist of being chachma, bina, specific entities, defined, distinct entities, chesed and gvura. Now it goes the other side. So even though the whole chapter began, that this, that they, that they manifest in containers and take on the shape of chachma, is not only from the containers, but it's the cause of it is because the spheres themselves. Now he fears this. And nevertheless, Listen, he doesn't leave it alone. They become a, a personality and a, a something of substance. According, proportionate to the personality of the containers. That's specifically because of the containers. But then again, but that's possible because the energies themselves are have esospheres. So the kalim definitely do something. But it's not just the kalim, it's because the energy itself. It's a back and forth thing, and you probably can sit in Fabreng forever when you look at a situation and say, how much of it, what, where the kalim contributing, where the energy. But there's no question that there's a partnership going on here. If you didn't have a physical eye, as much as there's a keicha in the nefesh, it wouldn't be able to manifest. As you said, a robot. So you have the eye that's, 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 that's commensurate. It's not just a, a, a physical object. You need something that has a real keli for it. On the other hand, if the energy didn't have it, it, wouldn't, it also wouldn't work. So you really need both. So let's continue. Let's finish the Maimur. Conclusion of this Pollock Maimur, according to the above, we'll understand... The Pasuk, what it says, who can count the dust of Yaakov and the number of the, what do we say, Reva? The multitudes of Israel. So remember, he said there's two Pirushim. In other words, whether Misper goes, Mimana goes on Misper or not. Now, Reva has two, two, two interpretations. Yeah, 
What does it mean? Huh? So what is the pastor's meaning in Tilm? I know, I know, but what would be the... You threw off the, the you separated the psoilus from from the psoilus uh, separated because it was already deep. What's the whole pasuk? What's the, what's the context of the pasuk? That's what Zayda yeah, is. Yeah. Not Zayda. Oh. Zayda. Zayda the Ruach. When you throw the, the wheat to the shaft separates. That's what Allah does. Zayda is not iron here. Zayda is not iron is planting. But he's, but he's touching the Russian Zayda. Zayda. Not Zayda. Not Zayda. Winnowing. Separating. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's touch it. What does it mean? He says, Hashem is a nikna meg shamim b'shem revia. So we're talking here the finish of Reva, Yisrael. What does he touch Reva? I mean, I don't know if that's the touch he's using. He says, yeah, yeah. So how would you do one word for Reva? What would you be the definition? You have to look. It's a good cipher where Bolan has it. Somebody translated Rashi on Tilim into English. Very good, thorough translation. But how would we right now here, how would we translate Vivi according to this? Vivi is, uh, I don't know what the English word for Tashmash is. Uh, it's, 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 not it's, not it's not only No, but this is the... the no, but he's saying, make some b'shem revia. Why is rain called revia? Because it's Tashmash. Would you say, is it is it the cultivator? The, 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 I'm, I'm looking for the word. What's the difference between the koyach atzimeach shabaretz? Is al derech marshal the 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 man the mayim lukvim, but the mayim duchim which is mevarer it is the the, the make shom, the rain the tipas make shom. So the via would be would be the the, 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 tipa, the, the, the would be the, the fertilizer would be yeah. the the fertilizer. Yeah. That's the word then. I'm just looking for the word to, to translate it here properly. Now listen, okay. Uh, we're learning live. We have the translation uh, there. and I see the Targum touches on learning Tera. Yeah, yeah. There's another shot. Yeah. 
the first child in Mimono, Afar Yaakov, means that it goes on Zera, so you can't see that at least Reva, Reva is the same thing. Reva has to mean something else. Okay. So here, Vareva, as Revi Yisrael, he's interpreting, B'Shem Revia. Okay, but here he's using it like in a form of um, like make shamim. In other words, it's not just seed. It's it's something that that uh, uh, what's the word I want to use this? Fertilizer is the right word, but fertilizer. One second. Rain. What rain does is it nurtures, it waters, and brings alive. It brings alive. Yeah. Okay. The teapot is the semen. Yeah. I'm avoiding certain explicit words because you have children under 18 learning. I am basing. That's all right. And I understand. When we read halacha, that's not the first time you did that. First day. Betzim revir kamei revir reshen revir shnir the mitra baila daara. That rain is like the husband of the earth, basically partners. So the earth is like the, the, the recipient, right? That has within it the egg. And the rain is like the fertilizer that, that fertilizes the egg and makes, and makes it grow. It makes the koyach atzuyumeyach is matzmiyach this people. The people is the goof of, of, of everything. Okay. Well, it depends whether you're uh, a, a male the chauvinist or. But somebody has to put something in. She's megadled the blood. But are, you, are you suffering from insecurities that you're trying no, to. I don't care. You know, this, uh, this, uh, we spoke already about uh, a puta. Why, why you care about a puta? He says, I don't care if the puta is in my pocket, your pocket. I want to know what rots in the alien is. So if Taylor says that, why do we know that the women are superior? Because Taylor says so. I know, because if that paid it, then I for sure disappear. No, you say that in Ein Seif, there's no Milo Mata. What does it mean there's no Milo Mata? Is Malchus Milo or Mata? Depends. Nakudim or Nakudim. Nakudim, Malchus comes first. I always thought it depends whether you're standing on your head or on your feet. The question is, do you stand on your head? You say, Malchus becomes higher than everything. Anyway, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, so the... He's not discussing that, that, that route. Yeah. He's discussing that the, 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 the He's not touching it that way. No, he's not touching it like that. Not, no, he's touching it like make shamim. Right. I, I know where your mind is right now, but uh, but let's just go back here. Let's go back here. One second. The the Okay. The master. Okay. So the via. Maybe it's nourishing, maybe even nourishing. Yeah. Maybe nourishing. Provider. Yeah. Like a husband's provider. Because uh, let's see where he's going with this. Because it's all context. Yeah. I am based didn't come to give us Pirish Amilis and Tilim. It's give me use of it, but there's a certain explanation. For Abayz, what's the second type? Judeva Meloshan Arba. Transmitter. That's actually the that's, that's Okay, let us see where he's going. Let's see there's leading somewhere. You know, I would just want to know Pshak because I want to be grounded in this. Okay. 
so on their own, they already have a very high power. But through Teda Mitzvahs, you plant in them, so to speak. You transmit into them, that's Reva. And you fertilize. And this it adds additional energies within the Shamas, within the souls of Israel. And in general, this takes place when the soul comes down below. The Tater Mitzvah below, the containers, which is the edits, the land, reaches a level of energy. That's the Tater Mitzvah. The Neshamah I'm sure, I'm sure, from Eirat Tater. Yeah, 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 I understand. Both Pirushim? The whole, the whole Maimah, the whole... I mean, it's, there's other Maimah on, on, on... You mean the beginning and end of this Maimah? The end of this Maimah, I'm not going to talk about the beginning. And the okay. 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 The Hine because it's now Shama that you gave me. We say in the morning is Tehidi is pure. What is pure? That's Bikinus Akelim. That's the level of containers. And the Shama on its own is a level of containers. Who in Yisrael all of That's the Indian. What it says that Yisrael arose in God's will. So there's a very high level there. That's Eretz. Ara. That's Yisro. Now, what's Revi Yisro? That's the question. And Revi Yisro is Vaidea, Teira Mitzvah, through Teira Mitzvah, through restraint and transformation. Boyim Lishtaba Begufa Demalka, you come to bind yourself. Begufa Demalka with the body of the king, so to speak, but it means with the essence of the king. Not to absorb. He said the bind. Bind. I said bind. Absorb is more. Yeah. It's so through Torah mitzvahs and through the Aveda, the Kalim, which is the Neshamas, they come to the level of energies. V'zeh rei v'loshen arba. Okay, that's the first meaning. V'zeh rei v'loshen arba, the Gimel elm is biyah, he machshavah dibur And this is the meaning of rei, the second meaning, v'loshen arba for 
or quarter you said a four, whatever. The gimel, the first three worlds, behind machshavah diber ma'aseh the basia. I'm sorry, machshavah diber ma'aseh. The first three world, the three worlds is thought, speech, and action. The basia k'siv afasisiv lahafsekeinian. You say barosiv yitzatev afasisiv. What's af? Also, so it's a hefsek. That's the hefsek that you have it by a letter hey. You have machshavah is the top, dibur connected to it, and the left leg is separate because between machshavah and dibur. Thought and speech, you need to have a space. That's the af, the jump to action. So, asiyah therefore is maisa. And machshavah dibur is briri and tzira. Va'af, the af of asisi, marbe b'chines riviz. So even though on its own there's three things here, but the af adds a first level. What level does it add? Something higher than biyah, atzilus. B'chines atzilus is a b'chines ha'edis. So in other words, anesham on its own... Biyah is kelim. So biyah compared to atzilus is containers. Through teira mitzvahs is reva yisrael. It fertilizes, it transmits, and elevates the earth. The husband of the earth, so to speak, elevates it to make it grow and have additional, like something that grows. You know, earth can have power, but when it grows, it's additional energies, which makes brings from the containers, it brings it to the level of it. So it brings the fourth level. So the reva, that means... Like the rain that fertilizes, that makes it nurture that. The state of mitzvahs does two things. It fertilizes it and it brings it to the fourth level from container, three containers to the fourth level called energy. And that's the meaning of misper asrev yisrael. Yeah. Now, because mitzvahs are all done within time and space. So, Kamesha Kosu, Lechalzman, Vechais, Lechal Chefetz. Lechalzman, Vechais, Lechal Chefetz. Meaning, Gam Bechins Chefetz Shemaim. Then everything in Kehalas, it says, Lechalzman, Vechais, Lechal Chefetz. Everything has its time. Lechalzman, Vechais, Lechal Chefetz. Yeah, Lechalzman, everything has its time. Vechais, and there's a moment for every item. Gam Bechins Chefetz Shemaim. Meaning, not just Chefetz Yaretz. This is the Pasuk continues. That's what it says. Ace Lifke is the Chav Chasitim, yeah? Yeah, that's it. Ace yeah. Lifke says this, yeah, okay. Ace Lishtik. Ace Ladaber. Gam Chines Ace is Gemate Chaim Ushke. The Rebbe gave them 470 to everybody. Gam Chines Chavtse Shemaim. So also Chavtse Shemaim, even matters of heaven, heavenly matters, are also have each one, meaning everything is bound in time and space, which is containers. And that's why the, even the transmission that comes from mitzvahs also comes in a number. Remember we're talking about edis, that edis have in it gvul. These are the 613 mitzvahs. The 613 paths or roads or paths of zah. 613 transmissions from the infinite divine light. And remember it's Tafka Tayag. That's in general, this number. And when you break it down in detail, every one of the mitzvahs separates into many details to, to no end. So what you have here is that misper comes like misper, because it's in the beginning. He's not touching that also. And how do you have this kayach? Is it misper or not misper? Is it a defined or not defined? 
So let's just sum this up. We just finished saying, okay, Reva has been Yisrael. Reva Yisrael, rather. That's the, the two meanings. That from Kalim you become to Eir. So essentially through Teir and Mitzvahs, you turn the Kalim, the containers, you bring them alive through Eir. It's basically Slapshos, Eiris, and Kalim. You're elevating Biyah, actually, the level of Biyah to the containers, to the, to the Eir of Atzilus. One second. Then he goes on and says, now all this is being done in a structure. Even Teir and Mitzvahs, Eiris, are also bound, because that's what he says. Even Chavtzeh Shamayim also have structure, parameters. There's 613 mitzvahs. And yet, you're leading it to a place that's beyond number, to something that's infinite. He says, 613 transmissions from infinite light. It's, it's infinite. And the power that misper should be in a level of lay misper, that number parameters should ha- should be in the level of, of low parameters. That comes from the root of the transmission before it's separated into 613. So here's what it says in Eitzchayim. This is based on the Zayhar. The Zayhar says this language. So remember he just said before that what is the 613 mitzvahs? There's 613 pathways. So Zah is the Midas, right? Zah is Chesed through, uh, through Yisad. That breaks into 613 pathways. In the human structure, that's within the body. That's the emotions, that's basically the torso, there's this part. But the, the Zah Rampin is rooted in Arach Rampin, which is the kes, in Chesed. So, but the, Lushen, the complete Lushen is that it begins not 613 paths, it begins with one path that then will branch off into many. Think of it like a trunk of a tree that branches off. You know? It's it's a little also in Pasach there's a similar Lashen, there's, there's a resolution, there's a, there's a, we said, Chag but then there's, he says the Koshalon, what is the Koshalon? Because he says it branches off, and then it brings them together. So basically, what you have is like this. So Chad Arche is one path, the Palgusa, the Shari, the Golgalta. The Sari, I'm sorry, you're right. The Sari the Golgata, I'm sorry. The Palgusa. What's the Palgusa? So it's one path, the Palgusa, the Sari the Golgata, which <coughs> then separates into the, into the, it goes like this. Here's, let me, let me, let me. The Meichin, remember above everything's from above down. So the Meichin is the source of energy. The Golgata is the crown above it. And the hair that comes out of the Golgalt is like Yenikas HaMechen. It's like a very strand. They're very uh, d- diminished energy, basically. Mesli Mechen. They're diminished energy. So the strands of hair are already paths. Each each one has a strand. But they're all rooted in a Golgalta, which does not have. It's all one. It's like the skull. So the skull is one is one entity that breaks, that splits into parts. And from there, it goes further down, travels down, and becomes a 613. So in other words, if you take Ruchnius, think of it, the Ruchnius, the body is structured like this. You have a oneness that's beyond any distinction. That's like, that's called Keser. The skull is a, is a manifestation of that oneness. It says that mitzvahs are rooted in the skull. Teda is rooted in the Chach Mistimal, which is already intelligence. The skull doesn't have any revealed uh, 
Giluyim. It's just a skull. It just protects. But it's like mitzvahs that are like the levushim. Like it's like the skull. And yeah, then, then but, yeah, but from the skull come the from the skull comes the transmission of of specific, and that breaks further down. That's what he says. And from there, from there it spreads out into into the 613 paths of Zah. So bottom line, what he's saying is that the Kayach, one second, so the Kayach that brings Mispah to that is coming from that place where it all began, As there was a point where it all was Chad. In other words, in the Ratzna Elyu, when you say Ratzna, God's will, God's will is equal in all mitzvahs. Then there's the distinction of one mitzvah, how the Ratzna manifests like this or manifests like that. But in the Ratzna, there's one unifying factor. Ratzna. That's the Ratzna Elyu. That Ratzna is, no, is Makif, not Primi. Ratzna is Makif, not Primi. So Makif is that type of united thing, and that comes down into these distinctions. And in general, these are the In general, these are the two levels of energy that we discussed earlier. He means the two levels. Which, there's the air, the energy as it comes into containers, that's his chalkus, this chesed, gvura, chachmabina. That's the tayag archin, that's the 613 paths that creates number. And there's the energy that's higher, that's it's beyond, above the container. Shubchin is blima, no substance. That does not yet have any distinction. It's the last two, two levels. Yeah. We call is Yisrael. Okay, so we have a Yisrael that. He's going to... Explain, uh, explain this later, but now he's explaining right. Yisrael. Right, Yisrael. Well, now we uh, the word Yisrael. All this is the level of Yisrael, not Yaakov. Da'ayinu tzaddikim ha'mekayim teder mitzvus. Yisrael is referring to the level of tzaddikim, the righteous, that perform mitzvus, fulfill mitzvus. Shem b'chines misper, b'chines bli misper. Mitzvus, which are both, have number in the kalim, and they're, and they're b'chines bli misper, and they're beyond number, as they are beyond the kelim. One yeah, second. Connected with the two pirushim that we had about Moshe and Rav and Moshe and when it's Moshe and Rav, then it's Moshe and Mister. Because you're talking about the Torah mitzvahs, the way they're manifested. And Arba is not number. No, that's the Pchinas Bli Mister. So he's up to four over here. Okay. Now someone, however, who pogam, who uh, how do you translate? Blemished. Yeah, blemished, and wandered away from the derech, from the way, as we show him, God forbid, he needs tshuva. He needs to return. And about tshuva, 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 He's drawn. He's uh, more than drawn. What's the word? He's motivated. He's uh, he's uh, power. He, not Not ignited. Um, uh, they are drawn to him. They are drawn to him. Drawn is the word. Drawn, but the word drawn or more than drawn. Bechelyater with even more intensity, more power. Chel is power. Which means about tshuva reaches even higher, which is the level of antuchad the lebe chushbun one and not many chushbun. If you remember, that was the the hidden the hidden spheres. Shazel madrega alav shabayershin is baraliel. That's the highest level, the first level that we discussed earlier. Vehem bchinis eses spheres. These are the ten hidden spheres. Shem bchinis esagdus mamish. 
that are completely united altogether. So we have it like this. Umisper as Rebbe Yisrael is going on Yisrael Tzadikin through Teirah Mitzvahs that they get fertilized, so to speak. Reva, the first interpretation that adds and brings from Kalim, brings it to the level of energy, which is the level of Atzilus, the fourth level. That connects. That connects the Gvul and the Bligvul. The Misper and the Nat Misper. But by a Tzadik, it's really only the first two levels. He's going from Kalim to Eir. The lowest third level to the second level. Which is from number. But about Shuvah goes all the way to the third because it's additional intensity. So it goes all the way to the air that's beyond, the, before the Tzimtzum. So even a Tzadik, even when you go to the second level, you already have a Chibur of Misper and Lay Misper. But this third level, what's this third level? This third level, that's the turn to the Mimana. In other words, even the misper at the end of the day is part. Misper. Remember, he said there's two interpretations: there's misper mimana. Bottom line, misper has an element of mimana in it, but not complete. So now the third level, which is about shuvah, goes on Yaakov. That's Yaakov. Who counts the dust of Yaakov? This is the level of no number at all. That's why it says mimana. Who can count? So the level of misper, even though it's connected to higher than number, but it's still relative to the number. Remember, we said that. The pshitas, the formlessness of the ten spheres before Kalim is still relative. And we can also say, This is mamish, if you remember the end of last mimer. He did the same thing, if you remember. Same two yashlemers. One who reaches the sher sha'eris. Remember by Maisara Bechutz, Paraduma. Very similar. And Yashlema, it reaches even higher. The, the infinite, the infinite light that's really beyond any number. That's even higher than that. Even higher than that's Remember, I've discussed this several times. An example that's often used when they explain this is that you have infinite set of numbers, so it's infinite, but it's still numbers. Esosphiris is infinite, but it's still numbers. Then there's a level where even numbers are not, who cares, numbers don't have any value. Yes, as, as Abiel would say, he says, the chesodin of the first one is that finite numbers, what's lacking is not what they are, they're numbers. What, what they're not, they're not infinite. But they're still numbers. You can't say the fact that they're numbers is meaningless. But from the level of Eden Sefa even what you are, I feel what the best is even what you are is, is not, has, has no value. Because you're not even talking about a place that values the concept of numbers. Infinity does not value the finite part, but it does value that it's a number, because I'm also a number. So Esosphiris Agnusis, at the end of the day, respects, so to speak, the idea of structure because it's envisioning structure. Bligvul is beyond even that. That's the higher level. Vizetiyun, Ofer Yankov, Kamo Efer, Pora. Oh, Mamr says it. This is Ofer Yankov, the dust of Yankov is like the Efer, like the ashes of the Pora, Shemataira Satmeimim, the end of the last Mamr. Kukas. That purifies the impure. Ayideham Shachem, Atzmus, Eden, Sov, Bechinis, Ma. Through the transmission from the essence. I'm sorry, I need reading glasses. Mayim Chaim, the live water. Like we discussed earlier, the Paraduma, about the red heifer, this was literally last end of last Mayimr, page 46. Yeah, yeah. This is the level of Efer Yankov. 
Offer Yankov. That's the level of Baltshuv. Vizel Mimon Offer Yankov. And this is the meaning of who can count the dust of Yaakov. Shaidea Tshuva Mamshichim Bechins Esses Vizagnus Bematzilim. Shainim Bechins Amshachaklal. Through Tshuva you draw down from the ten hidden spheres in their emanator, in the root, which are not in a form of transmission. Vegam, and even higher, and also Mabchins Atmosayn and Safa Blivo. And also from the infinite divine light. Or Mispedas Revi Yisrael. And the second level is is the level of tzaddikim, where through teira mitzvus you add new energy from container you get the energy through teira mitzvus, and that's mispe It's a number that can be counted, but it's still a number. That because it's the ten spheres before they enter the containers, but they still are not like the ten spheres as they are before the tzimtzum. Wow. However, the, the root of the fact and the reason why the energies become a mitzis, they become an entity, as they manifest in containers, is because because is the root of the energies ain't safe, is that the ain't safe, the infinite sheer measured and envisioned to radiate Right, because he envisioned that. Had they not envisioned that, they would not have been able to come in contain- containers ex- in the way that uh, that they really connect. The besa- right, the, the, the total fusion. The besefam shachosim, because at the end of their transmission, he says now specific, and the shetach on the plane, is revealed the their parameters in their root, and in the middle. Which is the middle intermediary stage? Hainu b'chinas hakav is the line. Mizgala b'chinas ha'ein seif shebesharshim. Ah, interesting. In the kav, what's revealed is the infinite, the transcendence that's in the source, not the definition, because the kav still has and it retains still the the, the, the personality of the air before the tzimtzum. This he adds. He doesn't say that in the pnim. Wow. So in essence, Sphere Sagmuzas, very interesting. Essence is beyond. That is fulfilled. The the, the the definition of it, the vision of the of Shiratma is fulfilled in the containers, and the middle level reveals still the Ainsafe, so called. A certain element of the Ainamisper of that's in the root of the Essence Sphere so in other words, this level 2 and 3 reveal two parts from the hidden spheres. Level 2 reveals its infinite nature. That's why it's still glima, without substance. Level 3 reveals the, the purpose of it all, which is that it should manifest in containers. Mm-hmm. Which means in the three levels of the artist, we talked about, you know, application. That means on level 2, why it's so important is because level 2 retains the vision more. The general, you know, the, the abstract vision. And level three brings it into containers. If you didn't have level two, you can lose sight. You know, like it says sometimes Exodus that Bina, if it loses touch with Chachme, it can go Bederachakrosim. You can go and wander off the wrong direction. So you constantly need, it's like when the artist sees, when he's making the art, he's fulfilling his original vision, but level two keeps him, is like a reality check, a market correction to make sure that he's aligned with what his higher vision was, you know, the, 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 the message. Just like when you get start writing, you can start writing details. You get so much in details, you forget, one second, what's my message? And so level two keeps you remembering what's the deeper message here. 
the air. And level three focuses on fulfilling it all. So all three levels are necessary. Very interesting. Bottom line is an neshama without teda mitzvahs has within it the kavana. But teda mitzvahs make sure it's that keeps you honest, aligned with the Ratzon alien. That is what you should be doing. So kalim need air, basically. The air is in the kalim need to be connected to the air above the kalim, in turn connected to the air that's before the tzimtzum, and then the tshuva leads you all the way to the highest level, even to bleakful. Okay. Vapianal, and according to the above, yuvan mashakasim mimona, we'll understand what it says, mimona, the pasuk misper Okay, so we conclude here. We've learned pages 52, 53, chapter 32. The conclusion of Mimer 8, Discourse 8, Mimana. And then comes next, comes the Mimer of Pinchas, Ubarashi, Chachachim.